Howdy, nerds. The Fox is back. We're going to talk about that. Stick around. Welcome to Into the Garbage Shoot. I am Tommy D, and uh, this week we are talking about episode three of The Bad Batch. Four. Episode four of The Bad Batch. (laughs) (laughs) So, but before we do that, let us uh, meet the rest of the cast and crew here in the garbage chute. Swing around with us from my left, your right, from the Outer Rim Territory of Boston. It's the man, the myth, the legend himself, Daddy Louie. Hello, children. And from Parts Unknown, Weighing 240 pounds, standing at an impressive six foot six inches tall, recently paroled from the correction facility that I forgot the name of. It's Mr. Deacon. And why I got to be in jail like that, man? <laughs> What's going on? I there? thought he was talking about me. I'm just kidding. I didn't know you. Wow. I mean, it is what it is. And also standing at an impressive six foot six. Yes. Weighing 140 pounds (laughs) per breast. (laughs) (laughs) It's the woman, the myth, the legend, Jay Quellen. Hello. All righty. And uh, thank you, you gorgeous Gungan, for uh, tuning in to our episode this week. (laughs) We have a lot to talk about. Bad Batch episode four, right? Yeah, <laughs> episode four. Uh, lots to talk about before we dive into that. Daddy Louie, recap this for us. Sure. So uh, this week was uh, the episode, I believe, was named Cornered. Uh, and it saw the Bad Batch having to make a pit stop um, on the way to safer grounds to uh, fix their ship. Uh, not fix their ship, but they were changing their uh their decoding device on the oh, ship. Spoiler alert, and, by the way. Well, oh, yeah. There, there yeah. will be spoilers. <laughs> there, will be, there will be spoilers. Um, and uh, so the team kind of split up. Um, Hunter and um, Echo. They Echo, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Hunter and Echo uh, went with Omega into Omega. the town to get uh, provisions while uh, Wrecker and Tech stayed behind uh, with the ship, and uh, Omega gets separated from the group like little kids do, I and we run Omega. into um, a familiar face from The Mandalorian, uh, which was voice. a big surprise to me because <laughs> I didn't know that we were going to see anyone from The Mandalorian on the show, uh, Fennec Shand, and she was uh, very obviously there to try and abduct Omega. Um, by a contact that we didn't find out who that was. And uh, so we spent the episode basically in a chase scene, Hunter uh, chasing uh, Omega, trying to find her, getting her back from uh, Fennec, and then eventually at the end, the group escaping uh, just barely and getting the heck out of there. I I personally liked this episode a lot. It was um, probably my favorite episode so far of the show, really? even though it did feel a little filler ish. Yeah. Uh, the fact of the matter that we did get, you know, uh, a character that we were from that I was familiar with. So it was a little more impactful for me. Right. Because as we've mentioned on previous episodes, 
Uh, I'm not as familiar with the Clone Wars lore, the Rebels lore. So this, for me, was the first time seeing something really connecting to to the movies and the and the Mandalorian, which is where my fandom primarily lies. So I really liked that, and um, and it was funny. I, and it wasn't just Wrecker funny. I liked, you know, like Hunter selling uh, selling um, Echo as a as, as a, a droid. droid. That was pretty mm-hmm. hilarious. Um, and of course, Wrecker is always funny. So yeah, I, I really liked this episode, Mr. Deacon. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I'm. I, I share the same sentiment as uh, Louis. Man, I was happy that they brought Finnick in, and when I seen, I was, oh, that's Finnick. You know, you know, before she was shot in the stomach, Finnick. You know, so it is what it is. But uh, yeah, overall, yeah, it was. I, I got a grueless it's kind of fillerish. Um, it, it's just questions, you know, especially I'm still wondering about Omega right now. You know, when we pop the bigger question later, I'm still wondering about. Mm-hmm. Her, 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 her true identity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what's going on. Other than that, yeah, I, other than that, I, I like the episode. So it is what it is. Jay Quellen, what questions do you have? Because I feel like you should have a lot. Ooh, what questions do I have? Um, so I didn't realize who that was at first. Okay. Um, because you know her face was hidden, and I didn't make the connection of the voice right away. Um, by the end, I was like, oh, isn't that? Boba Fett's partner from Mandalorian. Like I, you know, I didn't remember her name, but I, I did recognize her um, a little bit into it. Um, but I only know her from the Mandalorian. So I guess one of my biggest questions uh, first, I mean, I have questions, but um, what is Fennec's backstory? So clearly she's a, a bounty hunter, I guess, but like, what do I need to know about her? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I figured you guys knew stuff. Maybe not. Uh, nope. The yeah, first to time, my knowledge, she's a brand new character. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I've only ever seen her in the Mandalorian, and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a bad Star Wars fan because I haven't looked her up beyond the Mandalorian. I was satisfied with what we got. Yeah. And, <laughs> all right. And we've got Radio Beach on the ones and twos pushing buttons this week. <laughs> she's our producer. Oh. Perfect timing. Um, yeah, <laughs> I thought that was a good one. So I also said, uh, just like Louis, it's like, oh, so selling Echo was a fun plan. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he like went in disguise as a droid. <laughs> I thought that was great. I want to cosplay that. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I would need to lose like eighty pounds and and my right and the hand. hand, but I mean- uh, <laughs> it, you know. It's all for the love yeah. of the cosplay. <laughs> it, it wasn't that funny. It wasn't really that I funny. thought, you know, back to, like, we've talked about daddy daycare in um, previous episodes. I thought it was pretty irresponsible, just saying, for Amiga has never been outside before. And she's running around lost in Panaloon or whatever. The she's running around doesn't she's never been outside of the place she's hanging off of things and running in traffic and whatever like gotta watch her she's a kid (laughs) but so are they i mean the clones are about the same age as her and i mean they're not they weren't really engineered or designed to be caregivers or or to watch you know they're all self-sufficient so they just have that you know, built in that everyone can take care of themselves. Although they, you know, Hunter, obviously, you know, he knows that she can't, but 
at the same time, he he's like, all right, come on this mission with us. You know, yeah, let's yeah. go. Let's go capture this <laughs> this awful moon dragon thing. Yeah. You know, let's go play with that for a little while. It's fine. I guess they shouldn't have really let Wrecker out either because he kind of he got was basically got a child. Up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was basically ass. a child she, in the big city. She handled their asses. I mean, Fennec, Fennec got him. Like, zoop, yeah. done. Yep. Poor Wrecker. All right. So with that being said, um, well, I didn't care for the episode. I mean, it was it was good. It was okay, but it it felt way too much like filler. I understand it was a vehicle to bring Fennec in. Um, yeah. And that was cool. When I saw her, I was like, ooh, hello. Um, so that, I thought that was really good. Um, you know, Ming, and she ended up uh, doing the voice, which was awesome to have her do that. Um, but I expect nothing less from Dave Filoni. You know, of course, he's going to, intertwine all of his stuff um yeah that's pretty cool but yeah not it was. happy with the bad batch at all dude yeah. every week you've been putting poodoo in the bad batch i'm just I, you know what so far i'm just not just not hooked in yet i mean it's it's entertaining <laughs> it's okay um but uh you know i'll i'll trust in our lord and savior dave filoni so um, I have faith that this is gonna this is going in the direction that he wants it to go. Uh it's not the direction that I want it to go, but it's not my show. So it's none of my business. But I like the animation style. I like um D. Bradley Baker, man. That guy, he is the he is the the voice of the gods. I mean, he if you look at anybody else's like resume of voices, yeah, they might be impressive. But D. Bradley Baker has voiced every clone, every clone. And, you know, people are like, oh, well, it's, you know, the same voice, but it's not. There's always these subtle differences. Like if you listen to Rex and you listen to Cody, there's differences in their voice. Like if 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 I were to do like a blind taste test with Rex and Cody, I would be able to tell you the difference in their lines. I could tell you who's Rex and who's Cody. Because D. Bradley Baker is that good that he gives them personality. Sounds that sounds like a segment to me. Sounds yeah. like a segment of the show. Can you name the clone? <laughs> name the clone. All I right. Was just gonna oh, say God. clone taste test. <laughs> I'm, I'm supposed I'll, to be quiet, but that I'll, sounds awesome. I'll taste all the clones. Wow. All right. Big question of the week. Do we have a fanfare button? I don't think we do. There's a. I thought we did. Big question of the week. Who who hired Fennec? Who was she talking to on her cell phone, by the way? Did you guys notice that? She had a cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) It's an AT&T, all right. I mean, or am I just remembering? It looked like she held something up, didn't she? Mm. Wasn't she talking to somebody on like a phone type thing? It looked like I it to me. Remember. Yeah, the, the, in the beginning, but in the end, she had the the, the mic, the, the you know those cylinder mics. That's like, oh, she, she he, yeah, she got away or whatever. Yeah, she got away. I'm a, I'm a finder. So, know, but, uh, who do we think is it? Is it Kama Sutra from Camino? Is it? Palpatine. Is it? Is it Emperor Palpy himself? Is it some other organization? Is it uh, is it Boba? What do you guys think? Who who hired Fennec? 
Because I don't imagine she comes cheap. Yeah. So who has the uh, money it, and the it's resources? Not Boba, no, because I think that but I think that it's pretty much implied in her backstory that the first time she meets Boba is when he saves her on Tatooine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. If if I were to throw a prediction out there, my guess is going to be as of right now, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, yeah. which I guess he's Admiral Tarkin right now. Yeah. But uh, Admiral Tarkin, I think, is probably who. But then again, I'm trying to think back. Jackie, you might know this because you just rewatched the first episode. Did does Tarkin even know about Omega? I can't remember. No, I don't think it's him. Mm-mm. I don't think it's him. He yeah, he might not know about Omega. And the 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 Camino chick was kind. They're they're being protective of her. They're not going to give her up. So I don't think Tarkin knows about her. See, yeah, and I don't think kind of standoff is about the clones anyway. He doesn't like the you clones, know, so he didn't really care. So I don't think it's Tarkin. He but. he likes crosshair. Well, now yeah. he yeah. likes crosshair's compliance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Compliance and the fact that he's not a regular, cl- he's a like, yeah, but wasn't, <laughs> wasn't there a scene, wasn't there a scene in the first episode where they're all standing together on the observation platform? So Tarkin is there with Omega. So he's aware of her existence, but does he care? He does, I don't, I don't know if he knows that she's a clone. I don't know if we know that she's a clone. She is. <laughs> no, she, no, they say. Well, they, I know she's artificially created, but right. is she a clone? That's right. my. That's my. But, big okay, question. fine, but either way, like, I don't think Tarkin is after her. That's no. my. That's my. Thing. Ah, so then who? And yeah. I don't think I don't think uh, Kama Sutra. We I I I need to find Kama out what her name is. <laughs> but you guys know that. Uh, we got to give her name, man. We the Kaminoan. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think she. I don't think she sent a bounty hunter after her no. because she helped her to escape. Right. Right. It's definitely not her. So who is it? Maybe Palpatine. Yeah. Maybe the Jedi. Mm. A Jedi. Who, who, well, Obi Wan <laughs> is left. Uh, Yoda's left. Um. Well, well, we know. Uh, we know. Old boy is left. Um. Freddie Prince Jr. He's he's left. Yeah, because we saw. No, his I don't think it's a twelve-year-old grown so. ass voice. They're ass also in away. hiding. Why would? Yeah, they're in hiding. So they're uh-uh. in exile. They're not so going to go to a bounty hunter. Okay, so you know not what, the Jedi. Well, they didn't bring her to Dagobah. Or try to get her. You know what I'm saying? So I don't mm. think it's a Jedi, or at least not that those Jedi. Um, I think. Mm. What about? I think um, they're trying to track her down from Ancestry.com. <laughs> man push the wah-wah on that that was terrible that was dead no i publisher, mean it's the publisher clearinghouse dude is looking for um omega they need to talk to her about it her, her used car warranty <laughs> wouldn't that be some shit if we definitely gonna need more clues because right now it's just real it's like they say it's clouded the force is clouded right now Okay, I don't no, have but- a fucking clue who's after her right now. What if it was the magistrate from the Mandalorian, the one who hired Din to find Grogu? What if he's just what if he's just looking for and if if Omega is force sensitive, maybe he's in the process of hunting for 
force sensitive beings. But we don't even know. That's the thing. We don't know if she's force sensitive. You're right. I know. There's still way too many questions. You know, she's she got something. Something's going on. If Finnick came after her, we just got to find it. Maybe she's carrying something in her. She's more like that. She's got to be a clone, but maybe she's carrying something in her DNA. Maybe unlike the chips that they had that they want to get access to. It's, it's you know. I don't think she's chipped. You like, don't think she's oh no 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 she's she's highly favored yeah she's, she's highly favored she, god damn it yeah she's you know she's held in higher esteem than the the clone troopers because she stands with the 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 Kaminoans, with the prime minister and exactly. medical assistant yeah and, and she's yeah. the only medical female, assistant. so something about her maybe the fact that you know she would be able to give offspring. You know, the other clones, they can't do this. It's got to be something with creation of some kind of life that she can do because she's a female that the males can't. So she's she's got some value. We just don't know what. I'm telling you, you know, her and Hunter so. are going to hook up. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. You know, what's really funny while we're talking, while we're talking, I'm looking at some online predictions of what people have said. And there's a lot of people that say, Oh, it's very obvious that's the it's the Kaminoans who mm. hired Fennec, but they no. helped her escape. So the only way, unless it's unless it's the Kaminoans, the prime minister, the, like the prime minister, yeah, of Camino. Mm. But you know, he helped her escape too. He was talking to the chick about she escaped. And but is he is go. he fully privy to what she's doing? Because he wasn't around when she stopped the bay doors from closing, allowing. Omega to escape. Right. So she might be work because I feel like with the prime minister, he's all about that money. He want he doesn't want the clone project to get shut down because that's that's income. You know, okay. so and she, Kama Sutra, is potentially fucking that up for she's fucking his money up. Potentially. And you can't have that. You can't have yeah, not- people fucking up your money. Yeah, could we really say that she really helped her escape, or did she do it because she was trying to keep her safe? Because she could have got killed. I think. You well, know, she, well, yeah. I mean, but her being out in the world is you know. less safe, though, right? But she, but she also knows what the Bad Batch are capable of. She helped to make them. So there's right. probably nowhere safer right now for Omega than with those weirdos. With yeah, you know, that's true. I can't tell. They're so damn irresponsible. <laughs> it don't make no sense. No, but you know, right. I, you know what? I will say this though that what I do like about it, I like, I do like what happened this episode when Wrecker was talking about how, you know, we've got to figure out all this civilian stuff, how to be civilians now, you know. Exactly. And was it Tech? I think Tech said, you know, the Republic's not here to give us everything anymore. Yeah, you know, and exactly. it it kind of struck a chord with me because it's like, that's how you feel when you get out of the military, you serve any length of time in the military. Then you get out. You're just like, Oh, I have to do things for myself now. (laughs) Oh, Louie. So, but Mr. About to retire from the military. Yeah. But Mr. Deacon, I mean, do you, do you feel that? I mean, like when you got out, how long were you in? T. How long? 15. Right. So when you got out, I mean, it's like, you know, you had to learn how to be a civilian. Because yeah. they they do everything for us. The military does everything: food, shelter, medicine. I mean, clothing, everything. I mean, you don't. Well, need I don't shit. know about all the all the clothing and all of that. I You're mean, issued clothing. It, it, there is a form of institutionalism, yeah, that yeah. you have to recover from. So, yeah. yeah, I will agree with you on that. So, and now the clones, and I I do wonder if that's if that's done on purpose because I know Dave 
Dave did address PTSD with the clones. So I'm wondering if he's, a, you know, using this platform to address the transition from military to civilian life. Or is it just like a happy accident that just kind of happened? But these guys I mean, definitely, they still definitely have a battle on their hands. Yeah, you know, but like, like, like you said, though, but yeah, they're going to, yeah. It's, so it's crazy. So what's next? What do you think we're going to see next week? Where do you, we think we're going? I have, I have things to say. Can yes. Jake. Well, <laughs> please. So no, d- just because I actually went back and rewatched the first, the, I mean, I, I went and rewatched all of the episodes. I picked up a lot from the first episode that I didn't the first time around that is helping me feel like I know Omega better now. Okay. Um, so I noticed like there were scenes where um, she's, I mean, she's in, she's intuitive, you know? So she uh, talking to crosshair, she said, um, I know what you're going to do and I know it's not your fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, she could like, he was like hitting himself in the head or something. She's like, you're angry. Or he was like twitching. She's like, you're angry. I know what you're going to do. And I know it's not your fault. And watching her crawl through the tunnel and escape, she knew exactly where to hit the floor to knock out the guards. She had never fired a blaster before, but she, you know, she nailed crosshair, nailed it. So she's intuitive. She and and, you know, when she was tracking the moon dragon with Hunter, she went on and did it without him. So she is it feels like she's getting into other people's heads or at least the clones like little pieces of everyone, like little pieces of the Bad Batch as she like encounters them. Maybe. But then I noticed when she encountered Fennec like face to face, she was a little bit scared at first. Cause she was like, Oh, stranger. Yeah. But she didn't know that she needed to be afraid of that person. And she went with her, but she first. felt the fear. You could see it on her face. But, but is that normal fear of, I don't know you, but maybe, you know, like she didn't feel afraid enough to run. She went with her, but she is intuitive and can get into the heads of the bad batch. Hmm. So maybe she's like Rogue from the X-Men. Maybe she can absorb people's abilities. But mm. she, yeah, but I like she didn't have that with Fennec. Or maybe she's maybe because because Fennec's not a clone. Right. That's so mm-hmm. you know, so maybe that's what I'm saying. Because again, Omega, that's the last. So maybe she has, you know, you've got the bad batch who were failed. You know, they were, they're a bad batch. So maybe she's the perfect clone. Maybe she's the very best of all of them. Yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But she's another, like you said, another enhanced clone. Well, she is. She's the fifth. Yeah. Maybe. Who has. But maybe she's a clone. You know, maybe she's a clone of someone else or something. I mean, that's why I mentioned Palpatine. Like, what if he and I jokingly said Ancestry.com. What if he can feel that? Yeah. Is his clone. Well, I know. Again, I always go back to the books. 
Because they went back to, they, I saw a picture. It's like she has the same hair as him, the and same she, stance and as she, him. And the same the stance same, as him, yeah. Yeah, they stand the same. Their hair is the same. They're, they resemble each other. So maybe she's a clone of him mixed with other clone stuff. It's possible. So maybe she is a Force-sensitive clone or something. He Palpatine is so powerful that he, ha, he has a, he has these, they're, they're called hands. Um, just like in Game of Thrones, the hand of the king, Palpatine has his hands. There are several... And Mara Jade is one of them. There are several and uh, they don't all know about each other. Many of them think that they're the only ones, but there's Mara Jade and Shira Bree, Shira Bri, Shira, maybe Shira. No, it's not Shira, but it's, I think it's Shira, Shira Bree or something like that. I think those, those two knew about each other, but anyway, but they're connected in a way that, he can feel them and kind of send them force messages across the galaxy. And Mara Jade was on the other side of the galaxy when Palpatine died and she felt it. So if that, if Omega is his clone, then I would say absolutely he feels her or is aware of her presence. Mm-hmm. You know, so he could be the one looking for her. It's possible. That's entirely possible. But Right now, it's all just speculation. Yeah. Yeah. So where, do, like, so again, where do we think they're going to go next week? Are we going to get Rex? I want Rex. I want Rex so bad. But watch, it's going to be the last episode. Filoni's going to do that to us. He put Rex in the trailer for the Bad Batch, and my boy is not going to show up until the very Wasn't end. Wasn't he in episode one for just a second? No. Yeah. Rex? Uh-huh. No. Where? I was, I was sure he was just for a second. No, because I would have peed on myself if he was there. <laughs> I would have felt that. I would have felt myself expelling. <laughs> or, you know, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll, oh, we'll no, it was episode. We'll, um, um, get a little bit more information on hopefully I think who Finnick, we need to know who Finnick, because she's going to have to leave. And during, her, you know, her leaving, maybe she'll communicate with this anonymous benefactor maybe hopefully we'll find out more information so we can pinpoint exactly who he or she might be, you know? So we hopefully we're leading towards that. And the bad, bad spine is somewhere now that they got their supplies and everything mm-hmm. for them to settle down because they were talking about, we got to get some, you know, settle down, lay low, you know what I'm saying? So where are they going to lay low at? What planet now? You know what I'm saying? So that's, you know, they got to go somewhere and we got to find it. So I well, they did. They did mention a planet they were going to. I can't yeah. remember the name of it though. I need to watch it again. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, but they, but that's why they landed on, um, panty lines because they couldn't. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't have enough supplies to get to the other. Like, they was out of food. They was out of food. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. The record was. I over. remember why. I, oh yeah, <laughs> I remember why I thought Rex was there. It was episode two, um, when that deserter guy said Rex said blah 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 and he's like you talked to Rex he was here yesterday yeah yeah mm-hmm. um, he wasn't there they talked about them so sorry so <laughs> and you know at the end it looked like when 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 the bad batch takes off i had a hard time reading fennec it, it be, because it was like it was almost like she she legit cared like this wasn't just another bounty for her Mm-hmm. You know, when, when she got away, it almost really felt personal. She never really was rough with Omega. She never really mistreated her. She was still very, very careful and, and kind of caring with her, you know? So 
if it was anything, if I feel like if it was just a bounty, you could have just zapped Omega, you know, put her in some binders and put her in the back of your ship and off you go. I mean, that's her. I think that's her style. (laughs) You know, to, you know, I got a little kid. I'm not dealing with an adult. I don't have to. Yeah, I get it. You know, but I think she was just her style. And once the cops came, she started having problems. (laughs) You know, she's a bounty hunter. She's trying to lay low. (laughs) Let me snatch this little kid up. The easiest bounty I've ever had and go about her business. I can't necessarily say she really cared. Cause I mean, <laughs> like when she got a, when the bad batch took off, it was like the look on her face. And I know it's a cartoon. So, I mean, you know, you can only convey so much emotion through animation, but, um, it looked like she took it real personal and not, not in a way that, Oh shit, my bounty escaped. I don't know. It just felt like there was more to it. I felt like there mm-hmm. was like Fennec's been just, sorry. No, go ahead. What were you saying? I, I just, it like more than just a maternal instinct. Maybe is what I was going to ask. Maybe I, I don't I know. I more mean, than it, that, just like maybe. I'm a yeah. woman. This is a kid. You know, this is a little girl. That's you know, like is it more than that, or maybe it's just. I feel like there was like some emotional connection there. If I remember when the Mandalorian when they talked about her, they said her track record supposed to be pretty impeccable. Yeah, about not letting people get away, and I think she was feeling some type of way about damn, I just lost a little kid after I didn't kill like a couple of grown-ass aliens. I can't catch a kid. I think she kind of took it personal, like she let it go. I understand what you're saying about the mother instinct, sure. but I think she was really pissed that, damn it, I just let this, take this little kid from me. So you so thought it was, yeah, ego, it was an ego shot? It yeah. may yeah. also, too, her be... Egos, her pride is hurt right now. Okay. Yeah. It might just also be character building because we do know that the Book of Boba Fett is coming. Right very soon yeah. mm-hmm. and she's going to be a main character in the show so this could be just more character building about about her right you know um so that way they don't have to do it in book of boba fett they can focus on boba fett because by then she'll already have been an established character right because we don't really get to see much of her other than in action shots really in the mandalorian mm-hmm. you know she doesn't have a whole she lot of spoken lines she yep. does, and I'm not taking anything. <laughs> She's a great character. Yeah, yeah we like but her. But we she, don't know anything about her history. And and if yeah. we're picking up with the Book of Boba Fett right where we left off with him taking Jabba's throne, then, you know, we need to establish... Because we already have some history of Boba Fett, right? Oh, from yeah. the cartoons and from, you know, the movies. Uh, so now this would... Uh, maybe this is Filoni and Favreau's way of giving Fennec some backstory... So that way, when we do get to Book of Boba Fett, everything is already in place for those two characters to take off and run with it. That's right. Mm. Yep, that's a good point. Yeah, because he did say in the Mandalorian that, remember when they, I think when they went to the hideout, she's like, I can't go because they're going to be looking for me too. And you're right, Louis. So we're going to get that backstory. So yeah, I agree on it with you on that too. Yep. So she's not necessarily a, a baddie, you know, and I, and I don't think they're going to turn her into a, a bad guy either. Because she's likable. I mean, she's a, a great character. People do seem to like her. So, yeah, maybe that's why she was going to be... She's a little bit more gentle when capturing a child bounty. Right. A, a, apart from the the innocent man that she killed when she jacked his car. She <laughs> threw him the fuck out of his car. Like, yeah. Ah! Yeah, so like I said, she, she murdered she that guy. That, she ain't all that nice. No. She's not. She, because she, she his head. I was like, oh, damn. That old. dude was on his way home from work. Yeah. Mining his own. She mashed his head on the dashboard and then <laughs> tossed him out. He's dead. He's dead. That yeah. man is dead. 
Yeah. If he didn't get squashed by another speeder, he hit the ground. He is no longer with us. Thoughts and prayers to drive time guy. I I think that we need to make him a t-shirt just just like just like cafeteria guy. Oh. From Mandalorian. Thoughts and prayers. We need we need them both on a t-shirt because that was rough. But maybe, you know what? And again, I think that was on purpose as well because we're seeing her gentle side with Omega, but then we got to see her brutal side and she killed two cops. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, she those two <laughs> they blew the fuck up on the side of the building. They're not yeah, going to be coming back. Chest, from that. Man. He, he was out. I was yeah. like, damn, you know, uh, yeah. So, yeah, But she yoked him out of the car. So you yeah. didn't have to do that. He was already <laughs> unconscious. Well, he wasn't because he screamed on the way out. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> Wait, Boba Fett was was bad, right? No. Originally? No. Nope. No. No. Nope. Boba Fett's never he been was bad. He's neutral. He's a bounty hunter. He's oh, neutral. He's just a bounty hunter. Don't do that. He's ne- Boba Fett is not bad. He has he has a very strict code of morals and ethics that he stands by. Thank you, Radio Beast. <laughs> and actually he's kind of an asshole in the Clone Wars cartoon though. Well he As was a, a little bracket, dickhead. Yeah. He's kind of an asshole. But he's I mean, like I, he's he, 14. He, you know, all 14 year olds are assholes. Let's be honest. <laughs> he's a clone. He's a clone and he's a teenager. His dad got his head chopped off. He's a dick. I mean he's you know he's got some he needs therapy but he wouldn't have taken that bounty. He always had a strict, you know, no women, no kids policy. So he wouldn't have taken that. He wouldn't have taken the Omega bounty. Hmm. But what? again, in the books, but this is a whole different Boba. We can't, we can't even go by what's in the books anymore. But Fennec ends up teaming up with Boba Fett. Yeah. And so, they're going to run some shit. You're right. Right. And, but they were, they were like, they were helpful. They were like good guys kind of in the Mandalorian, but maybe their backstory is like, I mean, I know they were just, but I think, they were, there, they were there for the job, but they yeah. helped. I think they were, they were allies of opportunity at that point. Yes. So had, yeah. had it served Boba to take Din Djarin out, I think Boba would have done it. Could Boba. Now, let, me, be, let me ask, what was Boba's activities right now? Right now, right now, right now, right now. Well, right now he's in this in the Bad Batch timeline. Mm-hmm. So is Omega Fennec and Boba Fett's love child. He's hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so Boba Fett is he's so at this point at the end of the it's the end of the Clone Wars. So he's still a teenager a, right now. It's a point I'm trying to get to. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So he's still. I, I'm thinking he's probably like maybe 18, if that, less than 18. Exactly. He's a, he's still he's still an asshole. He's still a dickhead teenager. Exactly. Now, what if Kama Sutra? So, what is what was Boba's relationship with the you know with the Camino? The Kaminoans. Did he still? I mean, you know. With, oh, he with bounced. Them, did he, huh? He bounced. He left. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, what if Kama Sutra got a hold of him and he managed them? Let's say this is him and Phoenix. Not the first time they've ever you know had a, this dance. What if he say, "I got this message. I need you to go do this." It's a possibility, you know. They might have contacted because there there is a relationship there with him and, like I said, so hey, where you at? Hey, I need this clone to come back. Okay, let me make a phone call, and it's a possibility, you know. So you think maybe maybe the Kaminoans reached out to Boba and Boba reached out to Fennec? 
Possibly. Because because at this time, I think Boba is building his little gang. He's got like a a little bounty hunter gang. Exactly. Um. Hmm. The guild. The guild. Somewhere the guild is involved. The bounty hunters guild. You know what I'm yeah. Saying? That's interesting. So, that's interesting. Now, now I'm really getting excited because I want to know. Right now you want to know. <laughs> All right. Um. That's gonna do it. It's time Nala? to wrap. What? I was trying to look up Kama Sutra's name. Is her name Nala? It's no. It's it's La it's La La Manusa, Manusa. Lama Su is the prime minister. Yeah, this is La La Manusa. Lala Palooza. <laughs> Kama Sutra. Wow. I don't know, but that's a, that, we'll it's do that Tommy another time. Star Wars universe. We're gonna wrap it up. Thank you for joining us in the garbage shoot this week, folks. Thanks for watching. Thanks for uh, liking and subscribing and doing all that. And if you haven't done it, please do because uh, it helps us out. Uh, Patroni, we love you. Thank you for supporting us. And uh, we will see you guys next week with more Into the Garbage Shoot. Bye. To hear all of our podcasts, look for Circle of Nerds on iTunes, iHeart, Pandora, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. And if you want to see these weirdos in their natural habitat, just look for Circle of Nerds on YouTube and Patreon. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.